0: The World Happiness Summit is coming. Find out what this meeting of the minds is all about on this episode of Live Happy Now. The ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy you feel moving towards your potential.
1: To think about positive psychology, it's a science, and it's actually younger than the internet, believe it or not. The reality is that social connection is, in the research, the greatest predictor we have of long-term happiness.
0: You have some factors in your control that can promote the health and resilience and growth of your absolutely most important asset, which is your brain.
1: And so it all comes down to understanding ourselves. There's a way for all of us to succeed, but, but it might take different things. We're all looking for the same thing, and that's a way to bring a little bit more joy to our day. Join us as we look at the many different paths that lead us to that happy place. This is Live Happy Now.
0: Hello and greetings once again. Welcome to another edition of the Live Happy Now podcast. I am your host, J.R. Houston. Pleased that you are with us and pleased that you are making us a part of your day wherever you are in the world, however you may be listening. We also encourage you to make Live Happy Magazine a part of your day. Not just the podcast. No, get the magazine as well. There's more stuff in there. You can get the digital edition even. The same same device you use to get this podcast can also be used to get the digital edition. It's on the Google Play Store. It's on the Apple Store. It's right there for you, chock full of exclusive content that you can apply to your daily lives. We would sure love for you to do so. Our guest today is someone that we're really excited to meet at the World Happiness Summit coming up very soon Suzanne Jewell, the Chief Mindfulness Officer of the Summit. Suzanne believes her life path has led to participating and supporting this history making movement of sharing the science and practice of happiness. She struggled through some paralyzing anxiety and the loss of her best friend, which was her own mother. She dedicated herself to learning tools and techniques to grow through, not just go through, the challenges and built her own personal resilience. Suzanne, we are so glad that uh, we are getting the chance to talk to you ahead of this World Happiness Summit. Again, it's coming up uh, in Miami. And can you tell us a little bit, just a brief preview of what we can expect uh, when we head down south?
1: Absolutely can. It's going to be one of the most uh, amazing things that's ever happened, because this gathering of the top positive psychologists, academics, researchers, economists, and other kinds of, uh, practitioners around the science of happiness and the practice of happiness have never really gathered before like this. It's truly unprecedented, and it's the first time that it's happened. Couldn't be a better place, sunny Miami, from the 17th to the 19th of March. And we say to everybody, bienvenidos a Miami. Come on down to Miami for the World Happiness Summit
0: that's going to be the perfect time for those of us uh, who are from northern climates like you you're from michigan uh, i'm from nebraska yep. so we're looking forward to uh we're looking forward to some sunny weather then now one thing that we do here or that we really believe in especially on the podcast because i'm i'm really a layman to this stuff i don't have a degree in positive psychology it's all about to me uh, being accessible this type of thing this event is going to be accessible for people who don't have phd's correct
1: it's big time going to be that because the whole <laughs> point of it is Make sure that it's practical. You know, I, mm-hmm. I shared, I think, in one of the things that's just a quick thing in my background there, that my mom's favorite phrase was, and it was a song by the Andrews sisters, accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, and don't mess with Mr. In-Between. That's how simple it gets. You yeah. don't have to have a Ph.D. to understand that.
0: So what, what inspired you to, to make this journey, to choose happiness, as we like to say?
1: I, um not only myself, a lot of people usually have something really tough happen in their life journey. And mine was who I just referenced. She was my best friend and my mom, and I lost her to cancer. Uh, the the phrase I just shared with you used to kind of be her, um, her theme song. Uh, she drove a school bus for special ed kids for 33 years. Her nickname was Miss Mary Sunshine, and I don't know how you could not be inspired by someone like that. And when she did leave this world, I really had some personal challenges that included really asking of myself, why am I here? What am I here for? And as I remembered everything she taught me and the joy she lived with, I really decided, well, let me take a look at this. Is there a different choice that I can make? And so that's how I came to my journey. In my case of specifically learning mindfulness, and then also all of this issue of happiness as a practice, which is really about whether it's the power of intention, whether it's showing gratitude, whether it's a random act of kindness, it's really turning that into something that you actively do, kind of like how you brush your teeth every day Mm -hmm. and take your vitamins. It's intended to be um, a normal part of your life, not some big deal that you shift. But what's really interesting is your life will shift if you actually take the time to do some of those small things.
0: Absolutely. You, you mentioned mindfulness and you are, as we mentioned, the chief mindfulness officer of this World Happiness Summit. We, we talk about so many practices uh, for choosing joy. In fact, that's the name of one of the Live Happy books, the 10 Practices for Choosing Joy. And I think one of my favorite ones uh, has always been mindfulness, mindfulness and gratitude. And, and they really kind of go hand in hand. What What is it about mindfulness? What is it about that practice that you took to and, and made sort of your focus?
1: You know, it really helped me. Uh, as silly as this may sound, it helped me to be human. Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the idea of, oh, okay, I'm really feeling anxious right now. Okay, that's normal. That I'm feeling anxious. I'm, you know, fifteen hundred miles away. I have a parent who's passing away. I may not get on that plane fast enough. I may not make it back fast enough. Wow, that's human. And then, really, the part about mindfulness that to me is one of the the the, the real keys paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. When you are non-judgmental about that experience you're having, whether it's anxiety or sadness or fear, when you're non-judgmental about it and accept it, it's so much easier to be present to it and then to move on to whatever is coming next. Instead of having yourself make up all sorts of, Circular stories, that second audio track that happens in our head. Oh, my God, how could you be anxious? Oh, my God, you should have your shit together. When in all honesty, that's just a human experience, and that's okay.
0: Absolutely, and I think it helps you to understand that you're not alone, right? Like you said, it, it, there's so many people that go through this. If you can stop that secondary voice from making you think that this is unique to you, then it can help you to to move on to the next thing and the next thing that you're going to have to be mindful about, which may be a challenge or or it may be a, a victory for you.
1: Well, and I think what you just said is so vital to this, which is, you know, we kind of have this idea of, oh my gosh, what I'm experiencing is so unique. It's so different. No one else has gone through this really difficult dark night of the soul or whatever is the experience one is having. And, and, and yet what you just said is the key to it. None of it may feel unique to us, but the truth is they're all really kind of, everyone has someone pass away. Mm -hmm. Everyone has some kind of a loss. Everyone has some kind of a challenge. Everyone has one of those days where You know, their cat gets sick and they get a ticket and, you know, the car won't start. it's, It's, again, what makes us all human. Not only is it I'm having a human experience by being anxious, it's, yeah, other people have had this kind of a day, too. And when you do that, it kind of opens up some space and you go, oh, okay. All right. I'm not alone. Okay. This has happened before and I've gotten through it before.
0: Right, and and other people have as well. Like this is this is not going to be something that defines and defeats me. I, I think that's one of my my favorite things about mindfulness. Another thing uh, that that kind of correlates with this that a lot of people maybe struggle with sometimes is how the choice to be happy, the the practices that you put into place. How can they help me in not only my personal life but my professional life? What are the benefits of this? How how does being more mindful? Uh, help you in business?
1: Oh, boy. Talk about an interesting question to ask on a day when we've got so many happy people wanting to join our happiness summit um, and being mindful, which is absolutely try not to multitask because the truth is it's a myth. You can't multitask. Um, Mm -hmm. Make certain that you give some of your, your focused attention, pay attention on purpose, you know, to the people that are, are in front of you right now. Um, it it deepens the connection that you have. So the next time that you go to do something with that individual, let's say you have to ask a little bit more of a team member and you're the leader of the team because you gave of your true time and your true heart attention at that moment. If we have to have somebody on the team work harder the next time, they're going to feel like they were noticed. I was seen, you know, somebody seen me, someone has heard me Um, and and it deepens the connection. So it makes for better business relationships in the long run. And that's how we try to, actively consciously engage in what we do with everybody on the world happiness summit team
0: and do you find too that being more mindful of your business situations and your yourself and your team that you're more uh more apt to notice the strengths of people and accentuate them and then because i think that gives people a, a, a better sense of purpose when they feel like their strengths are being utilized
1: and and you i don't know if you know this but you're actually talking about one of the basic tenets of positive psychology that proves that if you positively reinforce someone, they will shine because mm-hmm. we all want to be recognized and matter. You know, so what you're saying is absolutely true, and 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 it deepens that connection amongst us. And I have to comment that I know you're going to have our co-founder on Karen on another podcast. Yeah, um, I stand in awe of her as a female entrepreneur and as a leader because not only does she stand by and 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 uh, purport um, this idea of when they go high or we go, they go low, we go high, she lives it. I mean, one of the things that we don't do is we don't, we don't pull anybody down. We don't talk about anyone behind their back. We only stay in the positive space to be able to try to reinforce one another as we're moving through a challenge or a, a, a connection we're all making as a team.
0: Do you find you mentioned Karen being a, a female entrepreneur, and there's a lot of talk uh, these days around uh, the empowerment of women and and moving forward and being being strong uh, uh, personally and professionally? Do you find that being mindful of the challenges that can sometimes be faced by a, by a female entrepreneur makes you stronger, makes you more powerful as you as you move forward? You know what
1: I would call it, Jared? I'd call it soft power. Mm. And I say soft power because, um, you know, women have that really interesting ability to be both intuitive and strong without necessarily being um, offensive, but can be present and direct without um, having you feel like you're being run over by a Tonka truck, if that makes Mm. any sense.
0: Yeah, no, definitely.
1: So I think there is something to it that has to do with almost a, um, a, a silent kind of strength and a power. And, and it's curious because even when you ask things like, like you know, with her position as a uh, co-founder and, and as our, our, our lead uh, female in this, and she's also our chief operating officer, and then in the role that I handle as the chief mindfulness officer, it's really interesting to see um, that people will actually kind of take pause to realize, oh, my you know, these individuals are doing something very revolutionary by coming into a town like Miami and saying, we are going to uh, put our roots here. We are going to shift the perspective of this community from just being something that looked very flashy and brought a lot of tourists because of just the beach and the sand and the boats and things like that. And we actually want to bring some substantive um, things to it that have to do with this paradigm around, you can even almost shift out, out the word happiness from well-being. Mm-hmm. That we need to make choices that are about our our individual well being, and this is no slam against uh, uh, men in this regard, but it's to say women tend to be a little bit more leaning into that than than men do. But some men in the entrepreneurial world are picking up on it as well.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's 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 something that, in being honest with you as as a male, I think it's something easier maybe more accessible for women just because of the the way the culture has been structured, right? Like men, it's, you you get the work done, you go in, you do your job, you do this, and then, and then you're done. And, and they're not as concerned with their own well being, And I think that's why this space it's, it's so interesting to me that, that it's something that women have a more natural grasp of. And you can lead in this way, in a way that maybe a man can't because it's not something like, that comes natural. Does that make any sense? Or am I just rambling like a fool?
1: <laughs> no, you're making you're actually I'm so intrigued. You're making ton of, a ton of sense and you're on to something. Um, and, and again, I share this with you because, you know, we're having this almost Petri dish opportunity by having the World Happiness Summit, you know, both in a community. Now, Miami, for example, has been named number two startup community by Kaufman Index. So it's got a lot of percolating going on with a lot of technology, which tends to be kind of a lot of guys, because mm-hmm. mostly, you know, it's mostly guys. We do have some women who code. We definitely have some, some women's groups down here who focus on that. But when you look at then this issue of what you're talking about in the leadership category, I do think it comes more naturally to women that way. I also think we're moving into a space where, I'll just share with you at a meeting the other day, it was really fascinating. We had a technology individual sharing some information with us. Mm-hmm. um very big background in really the tech and digital space he had his male partner on the phone from San Francisco his business partner was uh dialing in and they started the meeting um themselves with a mindful moment before we actually started the meeting and i sat there as the chief mindfulness officer for the world happiness summit and thought oh my look at this this is lovely because yeah. it was not about woo or spirituality it was really about let's get everybody in the room, let's all collect ourselves, let's get in our chairs, let's be present for what it is that we need to talk about. Um, And there are even organizations, as a matter of fact, one of our partners, uh, Lululemon, the yoga brand, they have a very interesting way of running meetings that they actually have a space where whomever is running it, a man or a woman, uh, they have everyone share, is there anything you would like to clear before we start our meeting? And in so doing, it's, okay, you know what? I've got a kitty at home that's sick. I'm kind of worried, so I'm kind of letting you all know I'm sort of here, but I also have a worry on my mind. You mm-hmm. let the group know in a very mindful way. doesn't mean you leave in the meeting, but then you actually don't feel, as you just said, the most important thing, you don't feel alone. You don't feel isolated. Afterwards, someone might say, hey, if you need to get out of here, the, ne- the next 10 minutes of this thing are are all wrapped up, your part's done. You want to go home and do what you need to do, then sure. go ahead and do what you need to do. So it's not just certainly our organization. There are significant others out there. And that one, Lululemon, our sponsor, our, one of our partners, uh, is run by a man. So yep. it, it's definitely coming into uh, the conscious idea, mindful idea, being present uh, is definitely. And it's a, it's a choice for happiness because what you just said at the end is um, it really it makes everybody feel a lot more seen, a lot more heard. And that makes us feel happier.
0: Yeah, and and I want to say too, it's not that I don't believe, and I don't think you believe this either, that men can't be leaders in this space. It's just very nice that that uh, that women who who do grasp this, who do uh, have this passion for it, like you and and like Karen Guggenheim, who as you mentioned will be joining us on a future episode, are able to step forward and lead in this way and and show the benefits of it. And uh, it's I, I think it, it's it fantastic for another issue, which is female empowerment. Uh, I can tell another thing, too, is that you're very excited about this event, uh, which is great because we're <laughs> excited about it as well. That's why we have you on. Uh, so yeah. you're very much in probably, I would imagine, very much into the marketing and the communications for this event. I think mindfulness is, a, is a, something that folks who are in that space, the marketing and the communication, can put into practice. Would you agree?
1: I completely agree. And it's it's actually one of the things that I again, I have to commend Karen and then and then the rest of our leadership, which we've got a chairman of the board, um, Manuel Pietra, who had this vision and our founder, Luis, as well. They really are being intentional about the way that we reach out to people. We're being very intentional about the audiences that we have. We want the right group of people to be there. When you do come to the event itself, you're going to be broken up into tribes of nine because we know that that's a transformational number. And we're creating tribes because we also know that if you have to go through a breakthrough, you have a a moment where something aha happens. When you're in a group, again, you don't feel alone. You feel more supported. And one of the tenets of happiness often is said to be strong social bonds. So let's say you learn a practice, because you will, every one of the speakers who goes up is going to share, and then once they're done, they're going to give you an experiential set of exercises that you will learn. So that whole process, and when you say marketing and communications, is weaved right into the DNA of this event so that you actually have all of that experience and that was a very intentional and mindful way to even design the event itself.
0: <laughs> so you're putting it into practice as you're putting the event together. That's fantastic. You're walking yep. uh, walking the walk as, as we're getting ready to talk the talk. All right. So for those that don't know, uh, many of our listeners don't know, that want to be a part of it, how can they go about being a part of this event?
1: We have uh, several ways you can get involved. So first thing is, obviously, you've got to go to the website and get yourself a ticket. And that website address is happinesssummit.world. Okay. And when you go on to that, you will see several ways that you can get involved because we know that there are going to be um, a number of different groups of people. We've had a lot of interest from coaches, yoga teachers, other people in the healing practices or in the self-development and personal development fields. We have a special rate for that. And then we also have a general summit pass that right now, I believe we're almost at the date where the price is about to go up, but we're not quite there yet. So it's still on a little bit um, better pricing. And so you've got to get that fast because our VIP or very happy price tickets have actually already sold out. Excellent. Um, and we want to make sure that for your listeners make certain that they are aware that if they put in a live happy code, all capital letters, they will also get a special discount at checkout.
0: Excellent, so again, that website happinesssummit.world, happiness summit is all one world dot, uh, all one word happiness summit dot world and uh the uh, promo code is live happy in all capital letters and and uh, get you a little bit of a deal uh, on your tickets there well, i got to tell you, Suzanne, this is something we 're very excited about. We will have representatives uh, down there, and uh, we 're looking forward to it, and it sounds like you are just. Chomping at the bit to get this thing started, uh, again, coming up in March. And uh, we're so excited that you could join us today, talk a little bit about mindfulness. We're looking forward to talking to Karen as well. It's going to be a great event.
1: And we are looking forward to it as well. and We could not thank you more for the collaboration because certainly right now I think our world could use all the happiness it possibly could have, and I'm going to just close with sharing with you one of my Gandhi quotes that we've riffed on a little bit. Instead of be the change you want to see in the world, we're saying be the happiness you want to see in the world.
0: Excellent. If you'd like to learn more about the World Happiness Summit, you can go to happinesssummit.world. We encourage you to check that out. We also encourage you while you're online to let us know what you thought of this podcast or what you'd like to hear in future podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at Live happy, Facebook.com slash Live Happy, or you can send us an email, podcast at LiveHappy.com. For everyone here at Live Happy, I'm J.R. Houston saying so long. Thank you for helping us live happy.